To train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not turn from it. So my topic for tonight is the training of our children and the teaching of our children. Psalms 127, 3 through 5 says, Behold, children are a gift of the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so the children of one's youth. How blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be ashamed when they speak with their enemies in the gate. You know, I have to start out by a little bit of disclaimer. Um, raised two children, but I don't, uh, would not say that I know, know it all. So it's hard to talk about this topic. Um, I've also been very blessed to have a, a wonderful wife and a great mother that uh, spent a lot of time with my children, a lot of time helping raise my children and raise me, I might add, as well. <laughs> Part of my being in this congregation, those of you, I'll try to, we've got a few minutes, so I'm not going to tarry long here. But my part in this congregation, you know, my father was a Cumberland Presbyterian preacher, and I spent my life in that denomination. But when, when I got married, and especially when I had children, how this body trained and taught their children is one of the things that really started me looking at, at what was going on. Uh, she would come over here, and, and she could barely sit up straight, but uh, we would put her in the cradle row, and she would uh, pat the Bible. So starting the children out and starting them out very early is extremely important. Children learn in several, several ways, but I want to point out three ways. They learn from watching. They watch what we do. I think it's important as parents and, by extension, the family of God, that's here, that we do the things that we should be doing, that we are working on ourselves. If you don't want your children to do something, then don't do it yourself. Um, be, be, be diligent about what you do. The children, they learn from listening. If you don't want your kid to use foul language, don't use it. They listen to what we say. They hear what happens in the house. Well, I think we fool ourselves as they if you think that the child doesn't know what's going on, if you and your wife or the family's upset, they know it. You can't hide it. They hear and they're listening. And they learn from doing. If we want our children to serve God, I think we need to serve God. We need to spend our time showing them what's important, that we help each other. Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. These words which I'm commanding you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your sons and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontals on your forehead. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. We just have to spend our time showing our children what's important. If baseball is important, they're going to figure that out. If football is important, they're going to figure it out. If anything else is important, they'll figure it out. We have to show them that serving God, loving each other, and being part of this family, a family of God, is important to us. And um, by that, I mean that we, we have to spend time with each other. We have to do that. If they're, they're going to figure out where, where you spend your time. It's interesting that we will find time to do those things of which we find is important. If those things are important to us, we'll find time to do them. I asked Ben 
um, about what, what he thought. Um, as a matter of fact, again, long story, another man told me what Ben thought uh, about our relationship and the relationship we had. And one of the things he said is just that I was present, and I was honored by that statement. But as mothers and fathers, and again, by extension, the family of God, we have to be present for our children. If you have hobbies that exclude your children and excludes them often, I would suggest that you look for different hobbies. Do things that you can spend time with your children, with your family. That is one of the things that I will give my wife. My wife makes sure that we go to Walmart as a family. Um, we, we go everywhere. So sometimes it's a little frustrating, but there's a lot of reward in it. 1 Peter 3, 5 says, um, put your hearts... But in your hearts, honor Christ as the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you, yet do it with gentleness and respect. Our children have to be taught about the hope that's in them. They have to be able to give a defense. The world will come at them. Was a, my two children uh, have come out of the nest. They're on their own, more or less. And the world will come at them if they don't understand about the hope that they have. They don't understand the things that they should know about Christ and about God and about why they believe what they believe. The world will come at them. Galatians 5, 16 through 24 says, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not carry out the desires of the flesh. For the flesh sets its desire against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another, so that you may not do the things that, that you please. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, dispute, disputes, dissensions, fractions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and the, and the things like these, of which I forewarn you. Just as I forewarns you that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Oftentimes we, and rightfully so, protect our children. We want to tell them about the rainbows and the butterflies. But the truth is, as they walk in this world, as they go to school, as they interact with other people, those people are going to teach them. They're going to teach them things that we don't want them to know. If we wait too long to discuss the deeds of the flesh, somebody else is going to convince them that they're really those are the fruits of the Spirit. So each family, I understand, has their own timing, and each child is different. But I do encourage you to make sure that you communicate with your children, that they know right from wrong, and they know why it's wrong. Oftentimes, because mom and daddy said it just won't work, that didn't work with Katie Grace. She wanted to know why, so we had to help her understand why. It's not because Daddy said no. It's because God says it's not right. And that's why. It's not a sin against me. It's a sin against God. It carries a lot more weight. He goes on to say, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. And that's the point we're trying to get them to to them to understand that. And I go back to a little bit earlier statement, if we want them to understand that, they have to see it. And they have to see it in us. And that's hard. That is not always easy. I encourage you 
that when you do mess up, when you get those things out of order and your children see them, that you come back to them and you let them know that you were wrong. As a dad, I, I had unfortunately the opportunity a few times to come back to my children and tell them I was sorry, that I got things out of order. And with that, I didn't want to spend a lot of time talking about it, but you know, the, the old statement about raising children, spare the rod, spoil the child. But discipline is an integral part of raising godly children. God disciplines those that he loves. That's in Proverbs 3.12. We should not take discipline lightly. Um, we should not become disheartened with it because the Lord punishes everyone he accepts as a son. It's in Hebrews 12, 5 through 6. Discipline is part of it. I think we have to start that process early. Do that with love. Do that with kindness. It's always as uh, my dad would tell me, it hurt me more than it did him. I never believed it. But as I became a father, I understood what he was saying. He loved me. Finally, I'd say that parents should have the same zeal for teaching their children that Moses did. Parents have been given the privilege of being stewards of their children's lives for a very short time. But the teaching and training they provide is eternal. Thank you.